like to do for fun? Oh, I like to read. Why is the general reaction to that? Ew. Well, for many students, the English curriculum is the extent of the exposure to reading material. Why would you want to pick up a book when all you know is being subjected to Greek mythology, family drama, and wordy plays that make your head hurt? With selections that have been around since predating the Renaissance, it's easy to see how a course of groans can be the reaction. As it currently stands, the books selected for the English curriculum tend to discourage reading outside the class. Back in the olden days, aka pre-COVID, Macbeth was a more interactive story. Both Gloria Medio and Elizabeth Beer commented on the creativity that the play format involved, including acting out death scenes with foam swords and lying quote-unquote dead on the ground, wearing old witch hats that included multicolored fake hair and wearing crowns. They did their best to get the kids interested in the material, one foam sword at a time. Given the current climate, Butchering a Shakespeare accent and sparring with foam swords and plastic shields is no longer an option. Even with the added flair of creativity that the play added, it still wasn't a student favorite. And reading the play over Zoom isn't any better. While many would argue Macbeth sticks around out of tradition, English teacher Elizabeth Beer points out that having at least one piece of intensive lit is invaluable when teaching kids reading skills. I think, like, it's challenging. And I know that, like, reading Shakespeare, people will be like, well, why do you have to read Shakespeare? And nobody talks like this. And it's like, exactly. But if you can, like, make sense of Shakespeare, then you can make sense of a lot of stuff. Even with those merits to reading Macbeth, its wordy jargon and metaphor stacked upon metaphor, we found it a struggle to get through. Difficult texts should most definitely be read, as one of the goals of reading in school is to widen a student's scope and expand their analysis skills. But balancing the exposure is key. If all the books read are long, wordy, and difficult to get through, it can also affect the reader's view on themselves. Balancing some enjoyment with complex text is critical for influencing reading habits beyond the classroom. And media believes... While the connections to the current government and themes of good versus evil and guilt, the lessons taught in Macbeth are certainly worthy. Perhaps similar lessons can be applied to books featuring more modern settings, more diverse characters, and less use of the words like doth and eith. The same goes with the Odyssey. The original adventure story is a widely known text perfect for teaching the epic hero's journey. Meant to be a more action-packed story and a brighter story in the wake of all the murder that comes with other books in the HWLC curriculum like Antigone and Macbeth. Less murder and more monster slaying is always a good thing. It is undeniable that the Odyssey is an ancient and well-regarded story. Not only is it the first blueprint of the hero's journey, but it also allows for a comparison between ancient and modern times. The historical compare and contrast is a very interesting angle to take, but does it need to apply to every work we read in class? Perhaps there's one or two stories that could be through a historical lens, while other more modern texts are sprinkled in as well. Certainly, there's other books that accurately portray the hero's journey, have applicable themes, and capture the interest of students better. Even if your heart is set on teaching the Odyssey, maybe two books could be read in tandem for a more comprehensive compare and contrast, as well as exposure to more modern lit. As a student, it's really easy to say, just change it. 
but in reality, there are a lot of parameters to work through. Works and books must be chosen for similar themes or exist within a world literature and American literature class to meet the guidelines of the class itself. Changes are most certainly possible, as seen with the recent addition to There Are No Children Here to the curriculum, replacing To Kill a Mockingbird in the written and oral communication course. The teaching team decided to go for a more recent and nonfiction view. One of the main goals was to get away from the white savior story into Kill a Mockingbird, which ultimately led to them choosing There Are No Children Here in honors classes and All American Boys in regular WOC classes. still has a long way to go in terms of diversifying and promoting own voices narratives there is still a large collection of books to choose from the english curriculum needs to actively put out books that as Menneker put it pop the arlington heights mount prospect bubble it's currently trapped in there is room to add books with marginalized voices the trick is acting on it beer says that the familiarity with the text is something that facilitates the teaching of it Sometimes I teach a book over and over again because I know it really well and I can like teach it well versus something I'm reading for the first time. And while familiarity with the text is crucial to teaching and helping students grasp the themes and concepts of the book, it is also important to recognize that as the world changes around us, the books we read should reflect that. Maybe instead of changing every 50 years, a newer book is added every five. Staying trapped in a time capsule of a lit curriculum might be more comfortable for everyone, but staying up to date and choosing relevant, even controversial topics are important to expose students to. If we can't have difficult conversations in a classroom environment, how will we ever be able to breach difficult conversations beyond? There are definitely obstacles to overcome to make this happen. From parental and district approval to budget restraints, changing the books is no small feat. We were not asking for a new curriculum every year. Rather, we're asking to break the confines of the tradition of classics to insert books from different backgrounds that may be more pliable to today's environment. Instead of relaxing in the comfort of white faves, it should be a continuous effort to expand the horizons of representation within the curriculum. One way to make reading more appealing to the students is to give them choice. Instead of seeing reading as a burden that they must endure, it can be something positive to look forward to. Now, we're not saying that giving students a choice is going to be the magical pixie dust to cure all hatred of reading everywhere. Rather, if given a small choice, it opens the possibility to help a few students discover that they, something that they might really enjoy. Maybe this is accomplished through independent reading or even lit circles. Maybe a tandem read, a modern text with an older one, would work to satisfy both parties. The possibilities are endless, but we definitely need to explore them. It's all about finding the right book. If we were exposed to more depths of modern literature, maybe more people would enjoy reading, or at least give it a chance. It's hard for teenagers to connect and relate to books that were written by people who have been dead for hundreds of years. The same themes and ideologies are easily portrayed through more modern books, so why can't we try them out? 
allowing choice through choice circles and independent reading is a positive first step. But there are so many more strides to be taken when it comes to modernizing, diversifying, and making the curriculum more engaging as a whole. The world around us is changing, so the materials we consume should be as well. tuning into our podcast. This is Maeve Molina and Ella Mitchell reporting for Night Voices.